Hi everyone, this is Craig WK, the Dungeon Master for Noobs and Dragons. I just really wanted to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the show and enjoying it. Uh, it really means a lot that you guys are uh, you know, really getting into the show. Uh, we have a lot more to come and uh, definitely hope you keep enjoying it. But uh, if you are interested in supporting the show... We do have our Patreon page. You can go over to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, and there's a lot of fun uh, things that we have to offer now uh, for uh, being a patron of the $10 range. You can get a uh, NPC in the game of your likeness. Uh, we'll uh, work that in. Uh, otherwise, uh, there's also a $15 tier where you get access to the Behind the DM Screen special that we release monthly. Uh, a lot of fun content there. And uh, otherwise, uh, there's a limited uh, access tier, which is at $25, where you can actually set up a uh, once uh, per month session for an hour, where you get to talk to someone in the Gamezilla Media crew, uh, and that includes me. If you'd like to talk about Dungeons and Dragons, uh, that's always an option. Uh, so, if you're interested, make sure to check that out, and we definitely do appreciate it. Thank you. on Noobs and Dragons, the group began to confront Lucidia Grawl, deep within the Prismatic Palace. The battle rages on with the Etten, who has gone mad from a shard of the Black Pyramid. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. You guys are in the midst of a battle with Lucidia Grawl. I... Alistair, you climbed up a pillar, which had been damaged by Jandar previously, and was finished off essentially by uh, Lucidia Grawl. She smashed through the pillar and flew out kind of basically the other side. Uh, she's probably about like 10, 15 feet away from you. You've hit in the ground, uh, so you're prone, uh, but you're maybe, uh, I would say probably about like 15 feet away from the uh, uh, like the nearest barrel that's still upright, and Tilly, who you now see is visible, and uh, mm-hmm. is sort of like, kind of like, kind of like, ugh, like looking as like bits of the ceiling are starting to fall down. Uh, the dark mist in the room, uh, the miasma, is now being funneled into Lysidia as Grawl is just focusing more and more power into her, and she's becoming more and more mutated. Uh, Jandar, you're on the other side of the room. Uh, what would you like? To, uh, or actually, uh, this is now Alistair's turn. Um, if I get up, can I make it to the other barrel? What's your speed? 40 uh, then yeah, yeah. Uh, you use half your movement standing up, so you have uh, twenty feet of movement left. That's fifteen feet to the barrel. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get to it and pick it up and throw it at Grawl. Absolutely, go ahead and make a athletics check to pick it up. Thirteen. Uh, uh, with a thirteen, you're able to lift it up, uh, kind of sidearm. You're not able to like overhand it like you did before. It's a little like maybe awkward. The barrel. Uh, that is your turn, picking up the barrel. Okay, and getting to it. Uh, Tilly, your shield of the barrel is now gone. But I'm in front of you. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Alistair's in front of you. Jandar, uh, you see... Uh, Gotta meet you. 
through the like uh, kind of like uh, uh, smoke of the rubble hitting the ground and like kind of like like creating this dust and the the shadowy energy that's kind of fading away. You see one single bulbous eye like glow uh like a weird eerie like greenish like color that like kind of like like fades into black and then goes back to green uh as you see the image of lucidia grawl now like oversized even larger than before as her like other half grawl is in his normal size and this weird misshapen kind of like like hunchbacked creature her back now has like spikes all over it and she's even more armored than before what would you like to do Shoot two arrows at Grawl. Absolutely. All right. Be a 21. The 21 is a miss. And a 22. 22 is a hit. Uh, the 21 is a miss. Uh, it, the darkness just sort of swallows up the arrow, but the other one pierces through. And what'd you get? Uh, 17. Absolutely. Tilly, it's your turn. Um, I look up at Melanios and I yell, what do I do here? Need a little help. I... That's your turn? Uh, well, that's a bonus action, I would say. Like, that's just sort of like a free action. What would you like to do otherwise? You yell up for help. Uh, she doesn't respond. She seems weak. Uh, you think that maybe on her turn she might respond. Uh, nothing else I can do, so I will go into a defensive stance behind Alistair. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and uh, make me a uh, dexterity saving throw. Uh, you have advantage on this because you're in a uh, defensive stance. 17. With a 17, you sidestep a piece of rubble that falls from the ceiling and hits the ground, and uh, dirt and dust and, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, even a little bit of that, like, you know, mirror-like dust sort of, like, pops, like or, like, kind of, like, hits the ground and uh, covers, uh, like, a pile of the meat that had, like, been spilled out onto the floor. And it's Lucidia Grawl's turn. And all three of you roll a d20 for me. Oh no! Oh no! Sixteen, what? eleven. My second critical fail. Oof! I. Lucidia Grawl steps forward with this weird shuffling kind of gait uh, up to you, uh, Tilly, and goes to just like un- like almost underhand like uh, sweep the ground with her like enormous claw, and it just hits the ground and just ex- like just rips up the the ground underneath it, and she like rends up on you and gets you. That's with disadvantage. Disadvantage? Because you're in defensive stance. In defensive oh, stance. you're in defensive stance. You're right. Let me give it another roll. Higher than before. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was not what I wanted. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, you take 24 damage. Oh, yeah. As uh, she rends into you. Uh, you still standing? Uh, no. No. Uh-oh. Nope. Uh, Tilly goes flying. Uh, maybe like, you know, five, ten feet away and like hits the ground. Alistair, it's your turn. Are they next to me then? I. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, uh, because uh, you Tilly was right behind you. Uh, yes, they're like within five feet of you. So I have that other barrel in my hand, right? You sure do. Can I shove it on top of Grawl and just sunk the, 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 the meat barrel right on him? Yeah, go ahead and roll to hit. Uh, the same attack roll you had used before, though. I think it was plus nine. Plus nine. That is a 23. With a 23, the barrel uh, is just destroyed by the shadowy energy. It's almost as if it's just a barrier. And then just like the meat just sort of like splatters onto his face. And he just sort of like as the blood and like gore hits him, he kind of opens his eyes and this like they're like just this bright like kind of white with like tiny dark specks and like we're just surrounded by red. And he looks to you and he says, there's nothing that's going to save you, mage. Not your animal forms, not beast forms, not the power of the divine, not arrows, nothing. Jandar, it's your turn. <sighs> so where am I in the room compared to Tilly? Uh, Tilly is about, uh, she would have moved a little further. I'd say like 35 feet from you, you know, like just in range. Okay. And then what's my, so if I, can I use, if using, does cure wounds help it with someone that's down? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it would be, uh, instant health and she would no longer be dying. Okay. And what's the range on that? Touch. Oh God. (sighs) Yeah. You got to get up right on her. Yep. And how close is... Lucidia Grawl to them right now? Oh, uh, uh, Lucidia Grawl had pushed uh, Tilly about uh, 10 feet away from her. Okay. So you'd be about 10, 15 feet away from uh, Lucidia so I can reach. I can reach her, though, with standard, feet? standard yep. movement. So I will, I will move to Tilly. Cure Wounds is standard action. Standard action. Uh, okay. Um, shit. I've never used Cure Wounds. It's a D8 plus your Wisdom mod for every level of spell you've used it as. So, like, what level are you casting it as? I'll cast it. I think I can only cast it as level 2. Oh, so you can cast. So, uh, 2D8 plus uh, your Wisdom mod. Oh, wait. You have a third level, I I thought. I can cast it as level 3, yeah. Then it'd be 3D8 plus your Wisdom mod. Okay, let's do that. Absolutely. Whoops. Oh, yeah, only 3D8. Yeah. Uh, and what'd you get? 12. 12 health back. You're at 12 HP, Tilly. And you are no longer dying. With my bone, uh, is my detect thoughts a bonus act? Can I do that with a bonus? I believe I, that is a standard action to use your uh, detect thoughts. Has it been? In the, okay. I'm pretty sure. All right, well, I guess I'm... Uh, yeah, you have a bonus action left. Uh, you can talk, you can yell something, you can do a skill check, per, uh, perception. I'm going to yell to the Melanios and be like, Hey! <laughs> can you help us out here? Anything? Anything? Anything you can, you can do? Can you, uh... Anything? <laughs> you you beg also, for help? anything? Uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> Oh, persuasion. I tried that, but then I died. (laughs) 18. With an 18, you shout, and uh, your turn ends. Uh, Melanios' turn. You're not sure if she does something or not. 
Uh, Tilly, you open your eyes. <laughs> Tilly, you open your eyes, uh, and you're lying with your back on the ground with uh, rubble falling from the ceiling. Uh, oh, I, uh, I. Uh, you know what? You would move, so you're fine. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Tilly, it is uh, your turn. I'm gonna stand up. Uh huh. Half your movement's gone. And I'm going to chug a potion. Absolutely. You uh, stand up, use a bonus action, chug a potion. Go ahead and uh, uh, heal yourself. And what would you like to do? Run. What direction? <laughs> towards Lucidia Crawl, uh, towards the front doors, towards the tree that has uh, Melanios. Uh, uh, towards the opposite side of the closest pillar so that Lucidia Grawl does not have range of sight of me. Absolutely. So you uh, uh, go ahead and advance. And the room is large enough that it's hard to, like, you can't get behind the next pillar. You'll just have to, like, you know, be on your way moving there because you used half your movement to stand. Uh, but uh, you go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, head towards there. Uh, Lucidia Grawl's turn. I. Uh, Lucidia, I, uh, I, uh, all three of you roll a, uh, a d20, uh, but this time all, th- uh, there's also another roll on the table. So go ahead and all three of you roll a d20. Oh, for the love of God, Tilly, for the love of God. Eight. Seven. Thirteen. <laughs> the meat on the floor got a three. She drops to the ground and scoops up the remaining meat that hasn't been covered by rubble and just slides it down her throat. Thank God, meat! Grawl slaps at her and he goes, you miserable pig. You will do as I say. Destroy them. Alistair, your turn. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. (laughs) I'm just gonna throw two haymakers at him, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Beat the shit out of him. Nope, that's a 16. Oh, nope, it does not hit. Uh, that's a 23. A 23 at this stage has not hitting. Oh my god. And you swipe at him, <laughs> and the dark energy just bounces off, <sighs> and uh, uh, Lucidia you know, scoops the like meat into her hands off the ground and looks to you. Uh, Alistair, and like the long, nasty tongue rends over her uh, sharp teeth. Uh, Alistair, you had moved up about uh, like five feet to uh, Lucidia Grawl. You have, you could move away if you wanted. You could uh, use a bonus action. Is there anything else you want to do? She's got her attention on me. Uh, at the moment, yeah. Can I run towards the door? Sure, absolutely. Uh, uh, she'll get an attack for opportunity. Is that fine? Uh, hun. It's on you. Uh, well, she's super focused on that food on the ground. Ooh, no, not anymore. No, no, she's focused she on She swallowed that down real quick, and now she's looking at Alistair. I mean, if I get a hit and I'm screwed, then uh, no, I can't move. I just, I'm going to stand there, I guess. Stand there? Sure yeah. thing. You uh, stand your ground. No bonus actions you want to make or anything? I don't know what I can as a monkey. I mean, you can look around. It's in any intelligence. That, any in, Anything involving your intelligence, wisdom, <clears throat> arguably not Do your I charisma. I see any kind of weakness or anything I can I gleam from their power to, to make a hit count. 
Besides that, I know it's magical that screws them up. Perception. Uh, natural 20. Oh, my God! <laughs> with a natural 20, with a natural 20, you uh, look around, and you're trying to, like, come up with anything. And Lucidia Grawl's power is just growing and growing exponentially. And the uh, Shard of the Black Pyramid is like emitting this like eerie light as uh, Lucidia Grawl is getting bigger and bigger and the power is amplifying. Uh, you get the feeling that the uh, all the darkness that uh, Grawl is pulling in is also having a heavy effect on like the Shard of the Black Pyramid. Uh, otherwise you look around the room and you see Melanios is kind of glowing with a faint light. Jandar, it's your turn. I have about, what, 10 feet right now? Uh, yeah, you're about 10, 15 feet away from uh, 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 Lucidia Grawl. I'm going to move to... Okay, if I move to where Tilly is, by a secure pillar, but where I can still have a view of Grawl and then fire two arrows. Yeah, absolutely. Oh... <sighs> That would be a 24 and a 15. The 15 completely whiffs. The uh, 24, uh, what was it you had hit? Uh, tried to hit with earlier? 23. A 24 does hit at this stage. Okay. Scratch away. That would be 17 again. The arrow strikes in, and uh, uh, Lucidia Grawl is sort of thrown off balance. And kind of like the, the top heaviness of the form now, or side heavy in this case, sort of like can't really maintain its like weight anymore. And it just sort of drops down to like its knees. Tilly, it's your turn. I'm going to hide behind the pillar and uh, chug my last potion. You chug a potion. Uh, more of the roof is uh, uh, starting to collapse, and uh, yeah, it seems like the the castle's starting to you know start tumbling down. More dust is like covered the meat on the ground, and uh, uh, all around Alistair, who's like just right in front of I I I Lucidia Grawl. Uh, it seems like more and more dust is being kicked up and everything. We yell up at Melanios like, uh, anytime now. We need some help down here. You look up and you do see some kind of light coming from Melanios, but you're not entirely sure what's going on. Adios mio. <laughs> Yay, verily. <laughs> Lucidia Grawl's turn. Uh, Lucidia Grawl, uh, or more specifically in this case, Grawl, uh, who's like lying on her side, almost like like uh, just sort of like uh, uh, like can't really get a good uh, reach, goes to rend out with her giant claw at you, Alistair, and she goes to just sort of flail at you a few times. What's your AC? Twelve. <laughs> Natural twenty gets you. Yeah, it does. I'll be dropping that form real quick then. Yep. What's your HP? Uh, oh, I'm at one hundred and thirty-four. I. Let's see. So this doubles. Uh, so the first strike, you take 60 damage. Okay. Uh, and then what was your AC? I'm sorry. 12. Uh, hit. 
and the third strike is also a hit. Uh, so then you take uh, uh, 15 and 15 uh, more damage. So 30 damage after that. So it was 90 total. Yep. What do I? I can't roll anything over there, can I? Well, it's uh, three pools of damage. Uh, so uh, let's see. The first one was 60. Oh, so 30. Yeah, you would yeah, lose I your would form. I would lose my form. Yep. Cool. So I turn back into good old Alistair the Bard. Alistair, you get knocked back to the uh, uh, the ground. Okay. I mean, that. I'm back to now what my health was prior to my uh, form, right? Because I didn't lose all my health as then a Then yes, then yeah. Okay. You would uh, you would have your ho- uh, health that you had before. Prior to, okay. Yep. And Alistair, it is now your turn. All right. Well, this is... This you is can, great. I'm not sure what your health and defenses are like right now, but you could feasibly use the uh, 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 disengage action if you want to just get some space away from uh, uh, Lucidia Grawl so that she can't strike you as you move away. Could I? Could dispel magic do anything to him? At the, uh, you can make an Arcana check as a bonus action if you like. Um, yeah, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. That is a unnatural 20 with a 20 i can let you know that uh it it's not necessarily like a spell that you could dispel like you know with that uh ability it's uh more that it's just like the just the necrotic energy of the uh shadow fell is just being poured into lucidia and more specifically into the shard of the black pyramid that has altered her it's almost more like he's just using the shadowy energy to like amplify the shard of the black pyramid. You don't necessarily know how much power he himself actually has so much as it's just sort of like residual from that. But that's a bonus action. What would you like to do as a standard action? Um shoot. I guess I will Lucidia crawls lying on the ground beside you. So is she prone? Yeah. She's just slashing at you from oh. prone position. Oh. His arrow knocked her down. She oh, fell yes. over. Okay, then I, I, if I move away, if I do it, disengage as an action. It is an action to disengage, but then you can move away without an attack of opportunity. Okay, yeah, I'm going to disengage. You disengage uh, and uh, step back. Do you just want to like like just step immediately back, or do you want to head towards another direction? Um, I want to go to a spot where part of the ceiling is already crumbled, so I don't feel like I'll get hit in the head with... Debris? Debris. Absolutely. You. It's not too far from where you're at. You step aside maybe like 15 feet, uh, and you're away from her, uh, from them. Jandar, it's your turn. Two more arrows to Absolutely. crawl. Oh, boy. That is uh, a 16 and a 17. You whiff. The, uh, the shadow or the shadowy energy just deflects the strikes, and you hear uh, uh, Grawl cackle. He's like, <laughs> you can't stop me. I promise you that. That's it. Tilly, it's your turn. As uh, as you act, Tilly, you hear him say, get up, you miserable pig. Stand up and fight. <sighs> Tilly, well, uh, make a perception check as a, f- uh, well, uh, yeah, as a free action even. That's a one. 
Oh. That's uh, the third? Third. Third. Oh, my God. Uh, you look up, and uh, you... Uh, uh, it seems like a lot of the rubble uh, from where you're standing right now is like... like It looks like the uh, the ceiling is sort of being held together. And you think, oh, I, the... You know, it looks like Melania is, uh, Melanios, I should say, is uh, uh, like holding the, the castle together. And then you trip and fall backwards and hit your head and you take 10 damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks for the free action, Craig. I thought I was being nice. Well, at this point, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to run out from behind the pillar mm-hmm. and take out my staff and like baseball bat swing my staff at the shard of the black pyramid on Lucidia Grawl's face and try to dislodge it from her head. Yeah, you can try to do that. Uh, yep. She is far enough away uh, now after you had moved before that it'll either it'll take two turns before you get up to her. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, so you Fine. start running out. Yep. And you hear Lucidia say, I'm hungry, brother. He says, well, stand up and eat them, you miserable pig. She goes, I'm hungry now. He goes, "What, what are you doing? You put your claw down now. And you see her rend into her other side and tear and pull. And you just hear him go, what are you doing? Doing you pig, and she, you hear, bloody tasty, <laughs> and she runs in again, and a few moments pass, and there's no more activity from Lucidia Crawl. Alistair, you look over, and most of the other form has been rendered into and Lucidia ate herself her brother and the castle stops shaking and all the darkness sort of starts fading out as light starts pouring into the chamber and the tree that Melanios was entwined in and crucified on starts to kind of fade away with all the light that's now pouring out of her. And she sort of kind of softly falls to the ground as the tree sort of withers away. And you guys are out of combat. I go up to Jandar and put my hand on the side of his leg and say, thank you for saving me. And thank you for being the only one to, like, you know, do anything in this fight. And then also I take a deep breath and go, what the fuck was that? Did you She just ate her brother, man. (laughs) That's kind of fucked up. So first I'm going to say you're welcome that that I was able to help you. But let's not forget about the giant tank that just sat there and took all (laughs) the damage. Otherwise, we all would have been screwed. The meat tank, literally, because he dumped a bunch of meat out. Yeah, that was a great move, Alistair. Like, what made you think about dumping meat over yourself? I just... I'm ignoring him and I walk over to Grawl and I just like yell uncontrollably uncontroll- at What you him. should do is grab that. Uh, and then I pull out my tongs <laughs> and I find some sort of cloth 
to pick up the shard of the black pyramid and put it in the cloth with sure. those tongs that I used prior to on the other black shard of the black pyramid. It's a really nice set of tongs. And then I yell at Tilly and I say, "Get your fucking face over here and open up that bag of holding." <laughs> Damn it. Alistair takes his uh, deep-seated rage out on his friends, which is rude. And uh, uh, do you guys want to squirrel away the shard of the Black Pyramid? Yeah. Absolutely. You guys roll it into this bag, and you pick it up with the tongs, and you put it into the bag of holding. And uh, light is streaming through, and the castle has stopped collapsing. And uh, Melanios is... uh, uh, it looks like it's taking a lot of concentration for her to to sort of like prevent the castle from from like collapsing, and uh, but she sort of stands up, and she's uh, a dryad. Uh, she has uh, uh, hair that's like kind of the color almost of like autumn leaves. It almost looks like it's uh, now that she's no longer like like stuck inside this tree. You can get a better look at her. She has kind of like slightly or uh, she has pointed ears. Uh, she uh, has kind of like real, real pale skin. Uh, she has uh, uh, hair that kind of turns from like uh, brownish to gold to yellow to red. And it just sort of like kind of fluctuates almost like in the light as like the light streams in. And she just sort of like looks up and she says, thank you. Thank you so much. How did this happen? She said, or she says, I, uh, Lucidia Grawl stormed in here. I tried to reason with Lucidia. I had spoken with her before, arguably with her brother as well, and some madness had filled her. Some horrible power had overtaken her. Such a waste. What did you speak to them in the past about? Lucidia Grawl was born in these woods. Maybe it was the energy of the Feywild that gave her a great talent for the druidic arts, but she had so much potential. I guess nobody stopped to consider how Grawl felt. He never, never said a word. He just sort of nodded along with whatever his sister wanted. I guess everyone just thought they were of one mind, but he seemed to have other ideas. Is this place going to be okay now that they're gone? There's darkness out here. The darkness is fading. But maybe... Maybe this isn't a place that I should bring the Fae to. Maybe the Fae were meant to stay in the Feywild. I think you've brought a lot of good here before they showed up. I don't think it's... I don't think you should make hasty decisions just yet. Roll persuasion. That would be a 26. And she nods and she says, perhaps you're right. Maybe I'm being hard on myself. Maybe the Feywild's power does help here. It does. There's a lot of darkness out there. Without you protecting us, I don't think we would have been able to take them down or at least hang around until they took out themselves. So thank you for your light. And she nods, and she says, the light would have amounted to nothing if you hadn't fought against Lucidia Grawl. Thank you. She says, I'm going to sleep here. I've lost so much power. 
The forest has faded so much. But if you need me, you can call on me. And she herself, instead of being entwined and like entombed in the uh, tree she was before, she herself turns into a beautiful autumn tree. And in just the blink of an eye, she's become a tree. And light sort of fades into the chamber. And the form of Lucidia Grawl just sort of melts away in the light. What would you guys like to do? Um, I look up at these guys and I go, uh, well, that sucked. But um, let's not forget, we got to get the hell out of here. Because uh, Telomere. Telomere is uh, twice as awful as Lucidia Grawl is. And we just had a crappy fight. And we're just, yeah, we got to get out of here. Roll a d20 for me. Somebody? Not me. I just rolled two ones in a row. Jandar, <laughs> oh, you got this for I'll me? Roll it, yeah. Please do. A natural 20. Thank God. You turn around and tell him your Venomstar is not there. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have... Oh, I'm not going to lie, Craig. I would have left died. the studio. I'd have been like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Like, <laughs> um... Is there anything like in this room we can help? I don't know, like get us out of here faster. I don't know. There's like a like a secret exit. I don't know. Uh, there technically is. What? What? There's a sure. There's a hole in the ceiling. Oh yeah, just toss me up there. (laughs) Come uh, morph into a giant bird and flies out. I I could. You guys want to do that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I don't want. I don't want to have to roll a twenty-sided die every time we go through a room on the way out of here. <laughs> yeah. And I would too. Let's, let's see if Venom Star's here. All right. <laughs> hey, I roll another twenty. Uh, yeah. Do you want to uh, roll it? Uh, 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 well, do you have the spells to do so? I have one fourth level spell slot. Woo. Um. Must be nice. I. <laughs> <It> must be. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I don't know which one would be better. Whatever one just flies us out of here. Something with wings that we got on your back and you flies the hell and out of here. And also has the ability of flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard that the do group we want, is requesting something do, that can fly. Do we want a giant eagle that has better perception checks or a giant owl that doesn't uh, provoke opportunity attacks when it flies out of an enemy's reach? Um, an the owl? Eagle, the eagle. You got the eagle with the wisdom, with the perception? Perception checks, yeah. I mean, because uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going with the eagle. I just feel like a perception check might come in handy while yeah. we're in the air. It is flying. It does fly faster, so we'll go with there the we go. we'll go with the eagle. We'll go with the eagle. Yeah, absolutely, it's a giant. Even eagle. though the owl's way, it's a large beast. So does that mean I need to get out on like? Do we need to get out on the roof of this first, or can uh, I just like no? Fly the hole is big enough. Them? Yeah, the hole is big enough that you could fly out as a large sized creature. All right. So you, I, uh, I. Uh, Turn into a giant eagle. Yeah. Uh, I do you have like Tilly on your back and you're uh, like uh, grabbing uh, Jandar or the other way around? Um, I guess I'll grab Tilly and have Jandar on my back since it'd probably be easier for me to grab Tilly because she's smaller. Sure. Than yeah, that makes sense. I'll go ahead and make an athletics check to uh, carry Tilly. Drop me! I swear to God. Uh, athletics check would be a uh, Dex plus to it or no? Uh, it would be strength based. Strength. Uh, so nine. <laughs> You grab Tilly, and it, you don't drop her or anything, but it's a little slow going, getting like flying up to the roof. You think fly, flight is going to get you out of this castle quickly, but maybe not travel long distances with 
two people on well, you. Well, I can only go for an hour. Well, fair enough. And I can go 80 feet total for flight. So what I'm what I'm implying is that if you try to fly long distances, there is a chance oh, you'll drop oh, Tilly. Oh, I, I know, yeah. But if you're just slowly getting to the roof and then setting her down and then resting and then grabbing her again, then that's not as huge of a deal. Do you yeah, want to like get yeah. to the ground after getting off the roof of this castle? Uh, I would, yeah, get down to the ground and reposition so we can... Absolutely. Well, Take some wait, speed first out. First, we're getting to the roof, right? We're st- yep, yes. You're on the roof now. Do we see anything while we're on the roof? Anybody, anybody approaching the facility? I can do that. Perception check. Don't you have advantage yeah, as an eagle? Have I have, uh, yeah, advantage on perception. Absolutely. Uh, perception mm-hmm. is wisdom. Uh, 18. Within 18, you scout the area uh, from the roof, uh, even like, you know, sending your friends down and flying around a little bit. And uh, uh, you notice that a lot of the black like fog that was kind of like filling the forest is starting to thin out with the light. And the the trees don't seem quite as gray. Uh, So it does look like there is some life returning to the forest, but it'll probably be quite a while before the Rainbow Valley is back to the way it was. Uh, But you don't see anything else in particular. Nothing else catches your attention with an 18. I don't know, a giant uh, jester and stilts (laughs) with stilt legs. Well, I mean, if the mask mask was off, he wouldn't be that big. I know, but... You do not see uh, Telomere Venomstar either in his uh, creepy puppet form or in his regular form. All right. So now we can go to the ground. I'll pick him up and take him to the ground. Absolutely. So you guys fly to the ground so that you can, you know, start making your trek out of here. Uh, Go ahead. And one of you make me a D20 check. God. Not me. No, don't look at me. I'll do it again. Absolutely. (sighs) No whammy, no whammy. 17. You look around. Nobody's there. The forest is kind of quiet. What would you like to do? Uh, should I drop my form or? Yeah. Oh, you're flying us out of here, I thought. Should I? Oh. Well, if. I can only do this for an hour. He can't so carry I can... both of you is what the issue is, really. He can carry like one of you. Uh, so you could ab- abandon someone or you can, you know, walk or, or he could stay flying while you two walk. I thought he could only couldn't carry both of us because he rolled bad. Wouldn't he re-roll here? I mean, he would be rolling perpetually throughout this flight, yeah. which is the scary part. Because whoever's in the talons is going to be the first to be dropped. Hmm. I mean, he's he did a perception check where he was flying around and didn't see anything. So I right, think but we also just rolled a 20-sided die right after metagaming. that. Metagaming. I don't care. I'm just reminding him since he's talking about a perception check that means nothing. Hey, no, as roll. of right now... I had to look right after. I had to find the, out. Yeah, that's true. The eagle, in eagle form, Doesn't mean scoped anything. it out. Doesn't mean anything. It does. Nope. It absolutely does. Nope. He scoped it out and did not see a thing. That doesn't mean anything that to me. That D20 rule doesn't mean anything to this Jandar, so there you go. You can't control that part. <laughs> I'm still paranoid. I'm right, well, you should be paranoid. You can give me any look you want. I don't care. Well, whether you're going to stay in eagle form or not, like we need... We I guess need to drop, just get away I, I and mean, then camp. Why not stay in eagle form and then you just fly above us so that at least we can keep a better, you have a better perception role and yeah. everything like that. I mean, yeah. You have the but, eagle form for yeah. an hour. You might as well make use of it. It's okay. the last spell of the day. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and uh, are you guys kind of sneaking away? Are you like, how are you getting through the forest? Are you where running? Where are we going? I don't know. That's a good question. Before we worry about what we're doing in the forest, where are we heading? I'm an eagle. You guys got to decide. Because we came here to find Lucidia Grawl. I can understand you, but I can't speak to you. 
even not along or I mean, you know, it's yeah. not that hard to communicate. Yeah, we came to find the city of Grawl. Why? Because they told uh, what? Because well, uh, what's his name told us to do it? The um, the guard guy. Oh, there were a few the people garrison, that had the, the leader of the garrison. Yeah, there were a few people that had mentioned uh, the forest and the, forest the problems. And the, and, yeah, well. the first person, well, not even really person necessarily. The the uh, the the wolf from the Feywild right. had let you know that there was trouble uh, in the Rainbow Valley. Uh, Esther Moonflower also Her. let you know, yeah, that she had a bad feeling about the forest. You guys decided that you wanted to investigate, and coincidentally, you ran into Lucidia Grawl and uh, thwarted uh, Grawl's schemes. So we have the no one to, to go to the Pain Chateau. Yeah, we can head in a new direction to continue to go on a completely different quest because there's not really anyone to check in with. Right. Unless you want to check in with uh, uh, Moon, what's Moon? Esther Moonflower. Moonflower. Because they had a hunch. Like, I don't know what, what we're going to get out of it. So I don't I don't care. We just need to pick what direction we're going in before we worry about. Most around. of the like any other direction you would want to go in is probably past Narquellian anyway. You could always swing into Narquellian to rest and, you know, like, you know, resupply, etc. Because beyond Narquellian would be the Pain Chateau, would be Gila Swamp. Oh, well, you know. Case, yeah, so we got to go that yeah, way. Let's so let's just, just head back towards okay. Narquellian. Sure. That makes it easy. Absolutely. And, uh, as far as traveling, I think, yeah, we should probably be sneaky because uh, we want to be as invisible as possible. We, we know that there's potentially something out there that we don't want to run into again. Sure. So go ahead and uh, uh, while Alistair makes a perception check, uh, Tilly and Jandar, you can make stealth checks as uh, you guys uh, travel for a bit to get enough distance before you rest. A blessing of the trickster on Jandar. Ooh, advantage. Sixteen. I got a fourteen on my perception. Okay, twenty-six. Oh, so you guys are pretty quiet. You guys, uh, you know, go through the woods. You, you know, kind of duck behind trees. You're, you know, you're definitely moving slower. You're not really getting a lot of ground, but you're being very, very sneaky about it. Uh, Alistair, it's hard for you to stealth in the air, you know, so it's not really something I asked of you, but uh, but you're able to keep an eye on things and I. Uh, uh, you do not see uh, anyone around. It seems like any uh, like creatures that were like skulking through the woods, like the the wolves you heard from before. Uh, at the very least, they're not active now. Like the the dark energy is sort of fading from the forest, even if it's not back to life. So you think maybe the uh, like the the monstrous forms in the woods are no longer uh, active. But an hour passes, and you swoop back down to your friends, and you're now all together. Uh, did you want to just like? break camp here you've gone about you've walked about an hour from the prismatic palace who knows what other direction telomere venom star may have we're been still in. in the forest though right you are absolutely still in the forest the for uh, uh, uh the rainbow valley or specifically the uh the prismatic palace is about 75 miles to the uh, northwest of narquellian so it's uh it's about three days travel at a good pace yeah we should rest up okay Let's rest. Absolutely. So you guys make camp. Uh, so uh, go ahead and you know you use your rations and you know uh, water skin and everything. Uh, but I, uh, I. Uh, so who's keeping first watch? Um, I will. 
Absolutely. So Alistair is going to keep first watch. Uh, Jandar is going to trance, and then after his trance, Alistair will be able to go to bed, and then uh, Tilly can sleep through the night. So go ahead and uh, roll me perception check, uh, Alistair, as you spend the night in these dark woods, which are now especially quiet. Like any howling is gone. Uh, you know, very, very quiet. Uh, 13. 13. And you wait through the night, and it's quiet. And there's, I imagine you guys didn't even start a fire because you wanted to keep a low profile, correct? Yep. It's cold. Uh, and you wait through, and nothing much happens. Your spells aren't back yet, of course, Alistair. But is there anything you'd like to do anyway? Um, can I grab the uh, cube off of Jandar? Uh, he's already got it on him, and he's trancing. If you like, do you would risk waking him up, and you don't have your spells back to cast into him anyway. Well, I have like other like lower level because all I did was be a giant ape for a while. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if you want to cast some spells into it so yeah. that he's got them for tomorrow, yeah, right. absolutely. What spells would you like to cast into? I'd allow that. Um, I want to cast. Um, it only holds three, whatever a combination three of levels. equals three. Yep. So it could be one third level spell. It could be three one level spells, or two and a one, or two and a one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give him. That's a touch spell. Let's give him. He can use any of the spells that you cast into it. Uh, just keep in mind that any limitations are based upon, you know, what your spell is. So if it is a touch-based spell, then it is still a touch-based right, spell. Right, that's why I, I wouldn't want to give him something that, that does that. So we're going to give him Hold Person. Ooh, what level is that? That is a second-level spell. So you have a first-level spell as well. And then for the first-level spell, I'll give him a... Let's see. Thunderwave. Thunderwave. That's a pretty solid choice. Uh, so you can go ahead and write down, uh, Jandar, on your sheet, uh, Thunderwave and uh, uh, Whole person. person. And by the way, when you have spells cast in this uh, and it's attuned to you, it orbits your head. So it's oh, a cool. stone that loops around slowly going around your head over and over again. That's cool. Indeed. Little tiny purple cube. Yeah. You look badass. So, Jander, you wake up. Your uh, friend Alistair, your comrade Alistair, uh, cast some spells into your orb. Or, uh, uh, not the, my friends again. It's cool. <laughs> your friend Alistair yeah. uh, when he's giving you something. And uh, uh, the cube now floats around you, almost like as if it was like orbiting, like, like an orbiting planet almost. I gave you two spells. So one not. to keep people in place and one to push them away from you. Both very useful for you. Cool. If Thank you me. need to know how they work, you can either use your app or ask your friend. Uh, so, uh, Alistair, are you going to bed? Yeah, you got this? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, I'm Absolutely. Go, to sleep. go ahead and make me a perception check, uh, Jandar. I got, f- oh, perception. Perception, um, please. A 10. With a 10, I, late into the night, I, you know, a few hours pass, your friends are still sleeping, and I... In, uh, in the distance, you hear footsteps. Mm. Sounds like the crumpling of leaves. Uh, as of right now, your friends are asleep. 
Uh, you know, you're being pretty quiet. Uh, whether it doesn't necessarily sound like the, uh, whoever's walking around the forest is, uh, uh, necessarily like heading in your direction, but is at least fairly close by in some proximity. Do they have a sense of how far away or at least uh, to what direction? Make a survival check. Let's see if you can tell. Do I get any advantages on these? Cause we're in the woods. The survival check. Yes. Okay. What'd you get? 21. With a 21, you can tell from the crumpling leaves. It sounds like the, the form is coming from the direction of the prismatic palace. Uh, you think will is currently probably about like 60 feet, hundred feet away. Uh, and is not necessarily heading directly towards you, but it's sort of like going to be walking past you. Oh boy. And we have no fire, so we're completely in the dark. Yeah, you're completely in the dark. I mean, you you have dark vision, so you can yeah. see. Uh, but uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, with you just sitting there, uh, it'll be, you know, even in the dark, it could be fairly apparent. Because uh, you have to think, too, if if this is indeed Telomere Venom Star, who knows for sure. Uh, but uh, they would uh, also have dark vision. They were a drow. Mm-hmm. And even better dark vision than a you know, wood elf or a, a forest gnome would have. Okay, uh, I want to. Oh God, I'm gonna alert the uh, you know the other two quietly, but mm-hmm. you know try to get them awake and say some somebody's close, and then I want to try to position myself like hiding behind you know an object or whatever, but tree or to, something. Try to stealth my way to get a to get a a view of of what we might be look, you know looking at here. Who we Absolutely. might be looking at. So. Uh, Alistair and uh, Tilly, you both are woken up, uh, and Jandar lets you know what's going on. Jandar proceeds to creep forward. Uh, Jandar, going to make a stealth check. Blessing of the Trickster. With Blessing of the Trickster. Is it a cantrip? Uh, it's uh, a channel divinity. Oh, that's okay. my channel divinity. So it can't be used a ton, but it can be used a f- decent amount, I think, uh, at this level. Uh, 20. 20. And you creep forward, and I, uh, and sure enough, as you peek around a tree, you see a cloaked figure uh, with a mask, uh, sort of like almost popped off the over, like you know where the hood would be. Almost looks, makes it look like almost like a bill of a baseball cap, where the mask is sort of like over the uh, head of Telomere Venom Star. And as you peek around the tree, Telomere looks and notices you. Oh, come on. And Telomere looks over at you and says, Ah, just the person I was looking to see. I'm hoping you might be able to provide me some information. Tell me, are your friends nearby? Yes. Might I have a few words? I feel like we... Got off on the wrong foot before. You gonna be putting that mask on anytime soon? I only defend myself when I'm attacked. Although it's rather surprising that you and your friends survived, I give you my uh, congratulations. Not many have survived me. Gee, thanks. You're really giving me uh, confidence as to why we should talk with you, but... (sighs) 
been a lot going on here recently, so sure, why not? Let's let's have a talk. Telomere Venomstar walks out of the darkness and appears beside you guys. He says, I was instructed to find the Etten Lucidia Grawl and a hopefully obtain their services for Master Galaxy Render. When I arrived, the castle had been cleared out. The darkness was fading from the forest. And it reminded me that you all had mentioned that you also had business at the Prismatic Palace and also knew of Lucidia Grawl. Tell me, do you know the fate of Lucidia Grawl? Yes. Will you tell me? No. I'd really rather like the answer. Why does it mean to you? I mean, if you want the answer, from what we found out from the Feylord, is that Lucidia Growl ended up eating herself because the crystal drove her mad. and She ate her other half. I... He rolls insight. You're telling the truth. I... <laughs> And he goes, hmm, grizzly. And you get the feeling he doesn't really think it's especially grizzly. Uh, and he says, oh, very well. Do you happen to know what happened to that crystal? That I don't know. You'd have to ask the Feylord. Roll deception. <sighs> Come on, let's do Can this. Can I give him inspiration? If you can use inspiration on skill checks, then absolutely. Um, I could use guidance. On you can use guidance. Checks. I'd allow guidance. Hell yeah. I, I don't know. I can't see it. Inspiration. It should say like attack rolls. I'd have to look it up. I'll look it up. Well, it's not necessarily a spell, uh, but I... Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, well, let's uh, double check it because this is this yeah. could be fairly important. Yeah, bardic, <laughs> bardic inspiration is what you're looking for, Tilly. Well, I think I think Tilly there's got a uh, uh, spell guide, right? Yeah, it's not gonna be in here because no. I don't have the. Uh, but that's okay. We'll check it right here. So you said that it was inspiring word or bardic inspiration bardic rather inspiration. Ability checks as well. You absolutely can use it. Okay, so what does yeah, that give gives you? A D8. All right. So a D8 plus a D4 plus your D20 plus your uh, deception bonus, if you have any. Oh, thank you. Twenty-three. Yep, 23. Telomere Venomstar stands up and he says, Oh, that is rather frustrating as there was nobody left in the castle. He says, It seems my mission is a bit of a failure, but I'm appreciative that you were able to give me these answers. Hopefully, I don't have to kill you someday. Safe travels. <laughs> yeah. I hope we don't meet again. Of course. But tell me. And he stands up and he looks down to you, Alistair, and he says, 
You seem to attack me with ferocity. Why did you hate me enough to risk your own life? Do we really want to get into this now? I'd rather like to know the answer. We're having a civil discussion here. Well, as long as it stays civil. I don't see why the last conversation we had to have didn't remain civil as well. I know of your past, and it bothers me a lot. My past? I know what you've done. Tell me. What do you do, sir? You what? Travel around? Kill monsters? Is that right? Maybe. Are we really so different? Tell me, how much elation do you feel when you take the life of another? I don't feel Do you celebrate it? No. No? Maybe on the outside, but inside I die a little bit more. Unlike you. We're different. I mean, I celebrate it. He says, ah, no, you get it then. It's a little exciting to take the life of another, isn't it? There's a certain level of thrill. Absolutely. Well, at least one of you is honest with yourselves. If you've never once celebrated after a battle, then fair enough. Then perhaps you are pure enough. But if you've ever felt a drop of elation after a life has been snuffed out, then you at least have some idea. I thought you were leaving. I will. I have no reason to stay here any longer. Says, I wish you all the best. Well, so long as your best doesn't interfere with me or my master. You can tell your master. We look forward to seeing him soon. And he kind of smirks the slightest smirk. And he puts his hand on the mask. He says, see that fear, that fear that wells up in you right now. Ah, you know that I'll destroy you. So your words amount to little more than dust. He says, for the record, I did treat them well before I took their lives. It was one last parting favor I gave to each and every child that I encountered. Farewell. Hopefully we do not meet again. And Telomere Venom Star steps up, he turns around, and he walks into the darkness and fades away. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.